following is a paid program on 600 WREC. Good morning, Memphis, and welcome to our internet listeners and podcast listeners across the 50 states. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop, and I'm your host, Joe Garner, mortgage loan originator. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. Our general topic, the power of your home's higher appraisal value to lower the cost of other debt. Make changes for the better. Today is April the 22nd, 2023. Call us while we're live in the studio today at 901 905-5-3-5. 535 5, 9732 <laughs> Yeah, you know who's in the in the studio. Well, how do you calculate the amount of equity in your home? Here's some more questions. What are some smart moves homeowners have made using some of their equity? What and where are home values now in the Mid-South in spring of 2023? These are some questions we're going to be answering today on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. And of course, you already know, back in the studio, we have our expert home appraiser, Tom King. Tom, you have been in the home appraisal business for over 40 years in Shelby County, Fayette County, Tipton County, Tennessee. And I'm I'm guessing that you've probably been on every street in these counties at some point in probably your long so. career. <laughs> but take a moment and uh, tell our new listeners a little bit about yourself and what you do for your clients, Tom. All right. I'm a, my name is Tom King. The name of my company is Bill King Company, which is named after my father. He taught me the business. Um, I do appraisals in Shelby, Tipton, and Fayette County and uh, do them for mortgage loan, relocation. Um, individuals, I had an interesting call the other day uh, a man called up and said well my mother passed away and I have several brothers and sisters and we we need to know how to split this house up or what to do and they were thinking about renovating it but they said well we we need to know what it's worth you know at the time she died so we can you know split things up equitably equitably or uh-huh. or you know buy other buy other brothers and sisters out and things like that and we had a real good conversation and uh it was a lot of fun so those are the kind of things we do people uh, I do uh business for agents real estate agents that uh, maybe maybe have a tough listing or something like that and want my uh, expertise on or something like that. And uh, uh, also, when they get the appraisal, they get an accurate uh, depiction of the square footage of it, which may or may not be uh, right. You're, as, you're, as we're going to talk a, more about that, yeah, too, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, we'll talk more about that. About what is qualified square footage. Yes, that's right. All right. Well, you know, uh, Tom Narada, Real Estate Market Reports and Redfin, uh, have predicted that real estate values are going to stay stable or even increase this year in the South and Midwest United States. But Tom King is going, of course, he's going to be telling us uh, more of what he sees in our local Shelby County, Fayette County, Tipping County, Tennessee markets. But looking at the report from Memphis Area Association of Realtors, March 2023 median prices of homes compared to March 2022, that's year over year, home prices have corrected down less than 5%. And in 2020, we saw many areas increase in home values over eight, well, over 15%, up to like 18% in a year in value. So we're seeing a little bit of correction. We are definitely seeing more equity, though, in our homes 
now than we saw back in 2012 for sure. So how can we best use that extra value? Well, how much equity do you have in your home? Well, what prices are homes like yours selling for in your neighborhood? Tom's going to get into this a little bit later in the show. So look around at what houses like your house are selling for in your neighborhood recently, and that will give you an idea of the value of your home. Now, how much do you owe on your home? A loan, a lien on your house? How much do you owe? The value subtracted by the amount of mortgages, lines of credit, or liens that you have against your home when you subtract those those liens and mortgages against the value, that's your equity. That's the equity you have in your home. And if your value is going up and what you owe on the house is going down, then you are building greater equity. Later in the show, you're going to hear some stories of how people who uh, about people who took the opportunity to put some of this equity in their homes to work to make life better for them. But Tom, you are our home appraisal expert. Take a few minutes. Tell us what you're seeing with our home values this spring in 2023 in the Mid-South. All right. Well, Joe, uh, it's been an unusual market. I think sales have slowed a bit. And uh, what I'm seeing is that prices have been relatively stable. If you look at a 5% uh, increase or decrease over a 12-month period, that's pretty stable. you know. And one of the things I was just thinking about was Maybe a lot of that 5% could be the less new homes that have sold and new homes are in the upper price range and that would uh, lower the uh, average a little bit. I don't know if that's right or not. but That's that's true because the median home price is determined by how many homes sell in the lower price bracket versus the higher price bracket. That's right. That's right. So uh, I I think values have been relatively stable. They're still maybe increasing in some areas. I'm not seeing many uh, homes selling in excess of list, uh, although I do see them occasionally in in a few areas. Uh, One of the things I'm seeing is uh, sellers are paying a little bit on on, uh, concessions or helping the buyers out financially on a sale. So if you see a sale for a two hundred thousand dollars i'm just throwing these figures out you may have a seller that's willing to pay three to five thousand in uh right uh, closing costs yes and uh, uh you know buy downs and clo- closing costs for the for the buyer and uh that's pretty good and there's not this uh mad rush as soon as a house comes up uh you know a year a couple of years ago you know, I thought there was a garage sale at a house. I saw all these cars were going. I said, no, the sign just went up. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it says and, it's for sale. Yeah, probably and, 20 people yeah, 20, lined up. <laughs> 20 or 25 people lined up to, to find it. You don't see that anymore. Uh-huh. And uh, well, that's good. It, it's really gotten down to, a, would say, just a typical market for this area. The mm-hmm. other thing I'm seeing is that, you know, the sticker shock over these interest rates uh, I think the the people that are waiting on interest rates to drop back down to two percent, uh, they've come come to the realization that that's not going to happen. Not, it's not going to happen. Not likely at all. So, uh, uh, you know, when they go from two and a half, three percent to almost seven, I think that's it, what happened back in the fall. It yeah. Went to, now they're down from where they were in the fall, and this is April the twenty second, two thousand twenty three. That's that's right. So, uh, I th- I think that. Uh, you know, the one of the things that I heard, and you'll like this, we didn't talk about this before we went on there, but I'm going to throw it out there anyway. Uh-huh. I talked to an agent, and they said uh, 
marry the house and date, date the, the interest, interest rate. rate. <laughs> We've been saying that. So, yeah. so uh, uh, you, you know, you can break up with the interest rate, <laughs> but you can at keep least, the same house. Yeah, at least you got your home. You, you don't got have to your move. house. <laughs> well, absolutely. Everything you're saying is right on target as usual. I want to talk to the people out there who are renting. Earlier, we showed you just a few minutes ago how to how to calculate the amount of equity or wealth that you've built in your home. And if you are renting and you do not own your home, the amount of wealth you are building in home equity is uh, zero. <laughs> now, you may have some good reasons why you're renting and not owning your home, but for the rest of you, here are some reasons you can love owning your home instead of renting. Number one, appreciation is the rate the house value increases over time. So when your home is going up in value, it is building wealth for you while you sleep. That's a really big plus for owning your own home. Number two, the second aspect is amortization. It's a big word. What does it mean? Well, with each mortgage payment that you're, uh, that you're making and you're paying down that debt at a faster pace. This builds equity in your house as your mortgage is paid down or paid off. The homeowner may choose to borrow against this equity later to purchase something else. Or the homeowner can make an extra uh, principal payment, Tom, and get rid of the mortgage sooner. In fact, if you start right away on a 30-year loan, if you make one principal and interest payment, that's not even including taxes and insurance, just the principal and interest payment, one per year, you can eliminate a whole seven years off your 30-year mortgage. Or another way you could do it is take that principal and interest payment, divide it by 12, and make that the extra amount you're going to pay over the year. It won't hurt as much. Right. And, you know, you can do it like if you do uh, auto bill pay and stuff like that. You can build that in, just like you said, Tom, which is really easy. You know, it it's a great way to see that mortgage melt. I know it. And, you know, just a little bit, like you said, Tom, just a little bit, every month the earlier the better the earlier the better it will save you a lot over time but the third aspect is leverage and uh, real estate uh, you can come in and buy a house very little money down zero five you percent know, zero down that's a big plus for buying real estate and if you're buying real estate to lease it out for rental income uh, there's a whole lot more ways uh, that we can get into on another show or call me. What do you want to accomplish with your mortgage? Make your plan. Let's work your plan. If the deal works for you today, let's do, do it, it today. today. Connect with me at jogarner.com. And you're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan originator. And I do hope you connect with me. You can also call, text me, 901 482 0354. We have Tom King, our appraiser in the house. He's going to be talking more with us when we come back. How do we contact you, Tom? Give me a call at 901-487-6989. We'll see you guys back in just a moment. 600 WREC and 92.1 FM. Real Estate Mortgage Shop provides general information, not an offer to lend. Joe Garner Talk Shop Real Estate Mortgage Shop does not endorse 100% of the information covered on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Consult with your certified advisors before acting on any information given on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Joe Garner is a licensed mortgage loan officer in MLS 757308, equal housing opportunity. I'm Joe Rook, real estate investor and director of Healing Ministries at Church of the Harvest in Olive Branch, Mississippi. You're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Now back to our host, Joe Garner. Don't want no loving, don't want no kissing, 
Don't want no gal to call me honey. Don't want my name in the Hall of Fame. Just want a big fat pile of money. Give me that almighty dollar for that lettuce, hear me holler. Give me buckets full of ducats, let me walk around and waller in Mazuma. Elder Nero, wanna be a millionaire? Give me money, 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 money. <laughs> All right, you're back on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Money, 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 money. Today we're talking about the power of your home's higher appraisal value to lower the cost of other debt, make changes. For the better. I'm Joe Garner. I'm a mortgage loan originator. Would love to be on your mortgage journey with you as your loan officer. Connect with me at jogarner.com. You can email me, jo at jogarner.com, or call me. And we also have in the studio our appraisal expert, appraiser expert, Tom King of Bill King Company. How do we contact you, Tom? Give me a call at 901-487-6989. We're going to do something. We would love to do this. We don't get to do it every week. But we're going to do the Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest. And it's brought to you by notable Memphis historian Jimmy Ogle. Twelve of Jimmy's uh, Memphis history lectures you can find by Googling Jimmy Ogle, O-G-L-E, and the Pink Palace. And you can also go to Jimmy's site, jimmyogle.com. The Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest is sponsored by John and Jennifer Lawhon of Lawhon Landscape, 901-754-7474. The Lawhons can help you plan your landscaping if you have that really big, big project or a smaller project, or you can do that really big one in phases. The Lawhons are giving away a $25 gift card to the first person with the correct trivia answer. And if you know the answer to our trivia question, call us at 901-535-9732. Tom King, what's our trivia All right. question and hints? The questions are, I was begun as a mission church, in 1857 and became a cathedral church in 1871. That may not help too much. (laughs) Uh, There were free seats and open to all would be the policy of the church built as a house of prayer for all people. My sanctuary took 30 years to complete. Wow. (laughs) A very respected school for girls was begun at my location in 1847. You weren't even around back then. <laughs> Tom, Tom, Tom. <laughs> and is known as the oldest school in Memphis. And the final hint is four nuns and two priests are memorialized in an altar of the cathedral for their efforts during the yellow fever epidemic in 1878 and eventually lost their lives. Mm. Who am I? It's a church. Yes. It's in Memphis. And it's so in Memphis. if you know the answer, give us a call at 901 535 9732. All right. So while we're waiting on our winner, I know we'll have a winner on that one. We're going to pivot back to you, Tom King, where we're talking about values. And when we left off, you were talking about what you're seeing as a stable market in the Mid South area. And you can call a realtor. You can, there's a lot of resources if you're in another fair city in our United States listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop today. Your realtors have a wealth of information. But, Tom, um, let's talk about what comprises that value. What do, what do you look for when you go out and try to uh, put together a true value of a home? Well, Joe, it's, it's not brain surgery. Uh, what I'd like to tell people is, is they say, what are you looking at? And I said, I'm looking at the same thing that a buyer would if they were walking through your home. And uh, I do it a little bit more thoroughly than many 
or most. And uh, what I'm looking at, first I measure the house to get the accurate square footage, Uh walk around the outside, take pictures of all the sides, outbuildings, uh, things like that. And then I go inside, and I might notice a two-story entry or something like that. Right. Or a uh, a nine, ten-foot ceilings that maybe other houses don't have, hardwood floors, Mm -hmm. uh, granite in the kitchen, whether the, the... bathroom is like the 1950s uh, purple and green or <laughs> or their uh, uh, brand new tile and fixed up and got the the new late fixtures th- and all the fixtures stuff. and all that good stuff so uh, the same with the kitchen if it's if it's got the uh, uh, yellow formica countertops in it uh, that might not be the same as someone that spent the money and uh, put in quartz countertops and brand new appliances and, and things that, like that. On that right there, Tom, many times in the last couple of years, you have said that the best money spent is on the kitchen and bathroom. That's is right. Is that still true? That's right. Okay. That's right. And uh, <laughs> I'm going to tell a quick story. I was talking to a guy, this was years ago, and you know he had a little pond in his, in his uh, backyard. And he says, I paid $500 for one of those fish in that pond. I said, well, that's great. If that fish were to die, how much would you lower the price of your house? <laughs> you know? So not everything uh, uh, adds, may, value. adds value. I don't know if you want to catch a $500 fish or not. You know? <laughs> but uh, any, anyway. It had value to him, but maybe not to the next to, person. It, it had value to him. And uh, <laughs> those are the kind of things that we uh, we try to look at. So, uh you know, this market is is gotten to the point. I think now the best thing you could do is you know, before you start your uh, process of buying or selling a home. First of all, you got to do what? You got to get pre-approved on a strong pre-approval letter from a mortgage company if you're going to get a mortgage. Yes, because what happens when you submit an offer? They want to know if you can buy the house. You know, <laughs> they don't want to hold That's the house the out, off the market for somebody who's not going to qualify. You're That's exactly right. right. They don't want to. They don't want to take it off the market two or three weeks and and say, oh well, well it didn't work. And you know, back in the old 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 days, uh, that was pretty much the way it was. But not you, anymore. You have to do that right away. Right. And uh, the next thing you do is look around your house, um, maybe declutter it a bit. Mm -hmm. I'm speaking from my own house. (laughs) What I'm going to do this afternoon (laughs) and uh, uh, get rid of some things that may detract from it. Straighten up that yard some, do a little landscaping, put a little mulch out. You'd be surprised how many how many homes I do that have been for sale. I step in nice fresh mulch that makes you know it makes the house look nice. It does, and you know one of our stagers had said in their book, and I think it's still true, that decluttering a house because it doesn't cost you a lot of money to declutter because it just takes time and effort. But it brings like an 800-plus percent rate of return on your investment. That's right. And uh, you might want to say there's a room in there that you like that was uh, dark purple. Uh, <laughs> that makes it – that may be perfect for you, but it may be a little – Neutralized. Yeah. Neutralized. People can look at a house and say, well, that was a house with the purple walls. But they can look at a house with white or beige or, you know, eggshell yeah. walls and things like that. And imagine any other color that they want. That, that they, they want, want yes. and they they remember a house by something unique that it might have, like like purple walls or uh, pink carpet or something but like. That, that, that's not that's not what what 
keys them in on the buying signal. No, uh, but that's how you you remember a house by its bad points a lot of times, and mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of times there may be some good thing, a lot of good things it had. Like, hey, that house had a, a brand new kitchen in it. Right, that was really right. cool. Yeah, that's what we want. But but we also <laughs> remember it by its bad points too. So mm-hmm. uh, uh, those are the kind of things that we. Uh, that we look at. You know, Tom, in the past, you've talked about the types of repairs that mortgage companies pay particular attention to. And you said it's easy to remember sanitation, security, structure of the home. And I know from the mortgage desk, when, when you guys, appraisers, put these type of repairs, they mention it on the appraisal that need to be done. Underwriters tend to want these done before closing. Now, there are exceptions and there's ways around it, but uh, typically, if there's rotted wood, if there's a uh, leaky roof or missing shingles, if the heating and air doesn't work, electrical plumbing is not totally functional, you have holes in the wall, holes in the floor, you got drainage problems. Maybe those, stains in the ceiling, things like that. Yes, and mold. If you yes. see mold, those are issues that when you guys put it on the appraisal, um, underwriters tend to want that kind of stuff done or handled uh, before closing. That's but, right. But just having dingy paint is not a big deal no one of the things we do is we take pictures of every room inside the house we take pictures of the water heater the heat the air the attic just about everything that is there mm-hmm. and uh i was in one yesterday where i couldn't get in the storage room i took a picture of it had a separate lock in the storage room and and uh you know we we got around it but those are the kind of things that we need to to look at so uh when when you see something that is uh different um, that needs repair we take pictures of it so the underwriters can see exactly what we do and it's really the underwriters that have a rule over us Mm -hmm. they can they can say well that's not enough to require repair or we recommend repairs they require them (laughs) well that's true and it goes back to the sanitation structure and security uh, issues and those underwriters are being um are, are being controlled by the loan guidelines with like Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, FHA, USDA, all, VA, all those types of loans to determine that. So those are general rules. Thank you for listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host. I'm a mortgage loan originator. Connect with me at jogarner.com. And Tom King, how do we contact you? Give me a call at 901-487-6989. And when we come back, I'm going to be sharing with you some stories of some Hall of Fame clients that I I know that have done some really smart things for them using the equity, the power of equity in their home. We'll see you guys back in just a moment. iHeartRadio is the easy-to-use app for music and radio. Download the free iHeartRadio app today. Hey, Joe, as a mortgage expert, what golden nuggets are in your book to guide in overcoming appraisal obstacles? Well, in the book, we share various stories about how people got around obstacles with the home appraisal, like how to cover and deal with repairs and ways to fund those repairs after closing if needed, and how to deal with low appraisal values and more. There's a lot more in Joe's book, Choosing the Best Mortgage, the Quickest Way to the Life You Want. Pick up your copy today at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or jogarner.com. Hi, I'm Leanne Morse with All Things New in Cargillville, Tennessee. You're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Now back to your host, Joe Garner. Wanna get me a suit that's made out of loot and whistle for wearing it green. 
I got that monetary itis like speeches like King Midas. Want that golden touch is what I mean. Give me that old double eagle. Want that tender that is legal and financially substantially. And there's some I can inveigle. Want a living regal splendor for that loving legal tender. Money, 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 money. All right. <laughs> You're back on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan originator. Connect with me at jogarner.com. We've got Tom King, our expert home appraiser in the house. How do we contact you, Tom? Give me a call at 901-487-6989. And we're talking about the power of your home's higher appraisal value to lower the cost of your debt. Make changes for the better. And earlier, we were describing how to calculate how much equity you have in your house. Value, what your house is worth, minus what you owe. That is your equity. And the more you pay down your mortgage, the more equity you have, the higher your value goes, the more equity you have. And the faster you pay it off. The faster you pay it off. Yeah. I know you love that. We love paying our mortgages off early. That's right. <laughs> but how? Uh, here's how some others have lowered the cost of other debt and made changes for the better using their equity. There's an old saying, our net worth to the world is usually determined by what remains after our bad habits have been subtracted from our good ones. I've got my hand raised on that one. And as we hear some stories of people who stopped the treadmill of life for just a few minutes and took stock of what they owed in a better way to get it paid off, let me challenge you to take a few minutes and do this what this lady I'm about to tell you about did. Uh, Fiona Freyan's story, she consolidated a lot of credit card variable rate debt using a is cash that a, out. Is that a real name? Well, no, you know it's not. Okay. <laughs> Tom, he's, he's giving me all time, you know, I always use fake names to protect the privacy of my clients. But she consolidated credit card debt because it was variable rate. It kept going up using a cash out refinance to give her some financial relief. Now, I will say this. The cash out refinance mortgage is not... The best option for everyone, but it was for Fiona Freyan because she had her income had gone up, Tom, and she was no longer continuing to add balances to these credit cards. But in the story, you're going to see how she what she did and and why. Uh, she had um, the rate on the new mortgage was higher than the rate she had on her old mortgage. She owed more debt on her equity line and credit cards, mainly credit cards than she did on her mortgage on her house. Her mortgage was probably about 30% of the value, but she had a huge amount of credit card debt that she had been accumulating since back uh, around 2020 or so uh, And because rates were cheap then, and it was very affordable to put stuff on your equity line and your credit cards, and that's what she did. But then it began to snowball, and as the Federal Reserve began to go up on their rate multiple, multiple, multiple times in the last year, her rate was no longer around 8 or 9% on her credit cards. Now she, on her credit card, she was paying 18 to 22%. And it was just impossible to ever get on the other side of paying that debt off unless she did something different. So for Fiona, Fiona we did some scenarios, and she decided to go – with a 30-year fixed-rate loan, it was a single, you know, it's like a very low interest rate. It's higher than the rate she was paying on her old mortgage. But, hey, we were rolling in and paying off those credit cards at 18 to 22%. When you take all of that into consideration, it lowered Fiona's monthly debt considerably by several hundred 
$1,000 a month. And she said, Joe, I'm going to take this savings and I'm going to finish paying out uh, what would have been equivalent to my credit card debt. And then I'm going to turn around and take this extra money. I'm going to be disciplined. I'm going to pay this mortgage off early so I can get rid of all of my debt sooner rather than later. So here's my challenge. Take a moment this weekend to really look at what you are paying for interest on your credit cards, on your equity lines of credit. How fast are you paying down the balances? Are you paying down the balances? At some point, there's a tipping point with these variable rate stuff like credit cards where it starts to just snowball on you. So that's when you need to call me. That's when we need to look at how to consolidate this into one fixed rate loan and then we'll set up a calendar and help you pay show you a way to pay the mortgage off early so uh, call me text me 901-482-0354 let's look at your mortgage your home equity lines variable rate debt let's put together a plan just call me connect with me but tom there's another story i want to tell and this is how a couple that I know, they'd been living in their house for a long time. They worked out of their homes. So they did not want to have to sell their home on the same day that they were buying the new home. But in order to get their new home, they had to close in 30 days. Now, they had been living in their old home for so many years, they had a lot of equity. They said, Joe, ideally, we would love to sell our old home and take all the equity in it and put down on the new home so that we have a very low mortgage payment, a very low mortgage, a very low payment. But we just can't do that. We have too many things going on. So I want to tell a story about Samir Sater and his wife, Saba. And they were sitting around the kitchen table and they they were talking about their dilemma on how they loved their home. It was going to be a big deal to have to move everything. And they couldn't, they just could not do a simultaneous close, selling their house, buying a new house but they wanted that lower payment. So what they did was they we got them set up with the bank to give them an equity line of credit on their current home because that was the cheapest money. And they got equity out of their old home with an equity line of credit. Okay, so the day of closing came really fast that they had to close on the new home. So they took the equity line money from the old home and they used that as a down payment. Now, they made good money. They could afford, you know, both of the, the mortgages on, this, on their house. So they used that. And then they were able to gradually move over to the new house, get the old house ready to sell. When they sold the old house, they paid off their underlying first mortgage and their big equity line they used. And then they, but they were already sitting pretty on the new home because they used the old. Isn't that like kind of a bridge loan or something yeah, that's, like that? Yeah, it's the cheaper way to do a bridge loan. But here, I want to tell you all, don't worry about it. Just don't write all this stuff down. <laughs> you don't have to. Just call me. I will help you make this very easy to do. I just want you to know there are options out there with what you can do with your equity. And here's some really quick ones, Tom, that are common. Uh, for older family members to move in with their adult children for care and also children moving in back in with their parents for uh, child care or for caring for aging loved ones, that's a big one. And sometimes people have to pull equity out or an equity line of credit or a cash out refinance to renovate that house to make that work. 
uh, when these additional family members will be moving into the home, that fixed rate cash out refinance is sometimes just the thing. Families call me who need to finance student loans for their college-bound children, real estate investors. You guys use cash-out refinances to pull out enough money so you can buy an additional home for rental income. But the list goes on of how many ways you can use a cash-out refinance. Oh, that's that's great, Joe. <laughs> and what it, what it boils down to is just using your the assets that you have in a way that you may not have thought about before, right? Right, right. And so you can, you know, the the biggest thing to me is uh, changing your attitude. You build up a little credit card debt and you get a, you refinance your house and you pay that credit card off. That doesn't mean you go to Macy's or, right. you know, or whatever and say, hot, hot dog, I'm ready to start over again, you know. Well, you know Don't take it to the dog track, you know. Just like we said earlier, cash out refinance is not the best for everybody. But there is a tipping point, Tom, and some of our listeners may have been there, done that. But when you've borrowed so much, when you've borrowed so much against the house, I mean against the credit cards, that – even though you're making the minimum payments, even though you're making as much payment as you can, you're never going to be able to fully pay that credit card off because the interest rates have moved up so much, so fast, and your debt has begun to snowball down the hill. Uh, so that those are the people I'm talking to today, Tom, that we need to explore some scenarios where you can use that equity you have in your house to get all of this debt put into one fixed-rate stable mortgage and then step two we need to set up a plan so that over the course of time you can begin to pay this mortgage off early uh, over the years I've seen people do this and it is such a celebration day you're going to feel so good about what you're doing as you're doing it, especially when you've done it. And your family members, you're going to be like the hero. <laughs> that is the beautiful thing about it. And you can set goals when you uh, finish that off. You know, when I get this paid off, I'm, I may splurge a little bit and do this. Take, right. take that extra vacation or something like that. That's exactly but, uh, right. Uh, don't go overboard. Don't go overboard. And, and, you know, if you're going to do the cash out refinance thing, make sure that you're at a point where you can cut up those credit cards because – you know, we don't want to do a cash-out refinance on your mortgage to pay off a bunch of credit card debt, and you're still out there throwing balances on credit cards. We don't want to do that. So, But there are so many stories. There's just not enough time to share success stories that I've seen people have very been very savvy in how they used the equity in their homes as a tool to position themselves in a better place financially. That's right. That's right. Good info. (laughs) Well, you're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host. I'm a mortgage loan originator. I would love to be on your journey, whether you're in the Mid-South Memphis area or if anywhere in the country, I want to be on that journey with you. I can make it easy for you. Connect with me at jogarner.com. You can call me, text me, 901-482-0354. Hey, you can email me, whatever works for you, jo at jogarner.com. I'm excited to get to hear your story and explore some positive options for you. And Tom King, you have you are a wealth of information on appraisal values and homes for people buying a home to live in, investment, divorce situation, whatever the case is, how do we contact you? 
Give me a call at 901-487-6989. All right. We're going to come back in a few minutes, and we've got more for you, so stay tuned. See you guys back in just a moment. 600 WREC and 92.1 FM. Hi, this is Ed Hill with Masters Roofing, Memphis, Tennessee, and you're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Now back to your host, Joe Garner. I'm a greenback collector. I'm a paper bill inspector. I'm a savage for that cabbage man. To me, is golden nectar. Pour that filthy lucre on me. Spread those loving germs upon me. Money, 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 money. <laughs> I love it. And if they ever plant trees of <laughs> enormous urum, I want to be the guy that they send out to prove them. Oh, give me money. All right. <laughs> Give me money. Give me money, 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 money. Well, you're talking to, um, you're talking with us at Real Estate Mortgage Shop. We hope that you'll call us. Maybe now at this point after the show, we would love to talk with you. We're talking about the power of your home's higher appraisal value to lower the cost of other debt. Make changes for the better. If you've missed a lot of this show, you can catch us on Monday at jogarner.com. But we're going to do something we like to do every week. The Real Estate Tip of the Week. And Tom King, I believe you have our Real Estate Tip of the Week. That's right. What I don't think we've gone over this before. But uh, anyway, we're going to talk about ceiling height, mainly for a second floor. And uh, what that means is if, if you uh, finish that attic into a, a playroom or a bedroom and a bath or something like that, you have, have to have a minimum ceiling height of seven feet and that's from the floor to the ceiling that's the floor to the ceiling so uh, about last year or year before they we have to put in our appraisals that we've measured it to ANSI ANSI standards which stands for American National Standards Institute which gives us guidelines for those things so uh, if if you've got a room with say a flat ceiling and it's like six feet eight inches high that cannot be included in the heated living, heated living space, area. yes. Now, now they have chair rails. Like you have, um, what you're saying a is slope ceiling. If you had seven feet high between the floor and the ceiling, you'd have to make sure that you have so much area of that height to count yeah. it. Yeah, half of that has to be seven feet, and the other thing is where you get to your shoulders. Say you're following the roof line, so to speak. Down, yeah. You at an angle. you have to measure it from five feet up. So. Uh, you know, it, it may go down to two feet, but that area does not count. All right. So, again, it's we're not included. <laughs> again, it's, it's hard to say over the radio, isn't it? Yeah. yeah give Don't us a, write <laughs> it all down. Just call Tom. Yeah. How do we contact you, Tom? And 901-487-6989. <laughs> and also, real quick, basements. A lot of people think they finished out the basement. The whole thing is going to count as, right, as, let's, as let's get involved living in, space, but it's not. Yeah, let's talk about what a basement is. Mm -hmm. And what that it, say you're on a lake and you enter in one area, one floor, and you go down to the other. Now, that other floor may be open on three sides, but that's a basement. All right. And now, if it's beneath the, the ground, it does not count is uh, the same amount of value as It's upstairs. not included in heated living area. It's a separate line item. Keep that in mind when you're thinking about how much your house is going to appraise for. That's right. All right. So I do have a quick uh, real estate tip from the mortgage desk. I'm in the mortgage business. I would love to be your mortgage officer. But uh, the power of taking time to take stock of where you are, whether you're buying a house 
or whether you're going to think about restructuring your financing, I would encourage you to call me. Let's have a quick meeting over the phone or Zoom or however you want to do it. Let's find out where you are, what you want to accomplish, and let, let's let just take a test drive on some of the um, options that you have. And it only takes a few minutes. That's, and, r- that's right. And the best thing to do is to uh, give us a call and and find out what's going on with that. You know, it, it doesn't doesn't cost anything to uh, pick up the phone and uh, say, hey, I've, you know, I've got this. And, you know, you answer the phone because I've, I've been known to call you sometimes, too. And, we, you know, we don't do business with each other. We can't because we're uh, on the radio together. We're on the radio <laughs> together. So uh, Joe uses other appraisers to do her work, which I'm fine with. But uh, Sometimes there's a question that needs to be answered or something like that. We like bouncing it off of each other. Take the time to take stock. Take the time to call me. Let's take a test drive on what your options are. We want to say thank you to TalkShop for um, sponsoring Real Estate Mortgage Shop. TalkShop offers free networking and education to anyone interested in real estate, business, or health and wellness. TalkShop meets every Wednesday, 9 o'clock to 10 over at Concord Career College, 5100 Poplar Avenue, the first floor in the Memphis Clark Tower. You can also go join us on Zoom. Just go to talkshop.com. That's talk, S-H-O-P-P-E.com. Click on the events tab and you'll see the link to join us on Zoom. This Wednesday, April 26, 2023, join us for the mastermind principle on the book. It's based on the book Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. We want to thank Kelly Inman of Next Day Access. Kelly Inman and the team over at Next Day Access can install wheelchair ramps, grab bars, and other items so that your loved one who needs easier access to their home can get around more comfortably and safely. Contact Kelly Inman, Next Day Access, 901-258-2626. I want to give a shout-out to to Kim Halyak of Cooper Young garden walk they have some awesome garden tours coming up that is going to be not just in cooper young but all over the memphis shelby county area this is an awesome uh, tour tourism uh, draw for memphis but we live right here we can take advantage of it connect with kim halyak you can google her at kim halyak cooper young garden walk get the schedule you can also go to facebook.com forward slash talk shop memphis and scroll down you'll see the whole schedule there of what is available we want to invite you to subscribe to get your weekly real estate mortgage shop podcast and show notes conveniently in your inbox just you can do that by going to jogarner.com real estate mortgage shop reminds you to make your plan let's work your plan if the deal works for you today let's do Do it it today. today all right so dave ramsey He says, those who do not manage their money will always work for those who do. Here's one. It's anonymous. It's not your salary that makes you rich. It is your spending habits. (laughs) That's right, Joe. And it reminds me of what I, you know, I talk to loan officers and sometime and, you know, they'll say, give me two people that make, say, $40,000 a year. I can put them on a budget and get them a house and fix them up and do all this stuff. <laughs> Give me a doctor that makes $250,000 a year. He can't make ends meet. <laughs> you know? It does happen sometimes. It is how you manage your money. I was listening to some story the other day. I forgot where I heard it. But a lady who made very little money, she was in, uh, she would work for a university. She was on, the, she worked under maintenance and she ended up when she passed away, 
she, and she didn't make that much money, okay? Mm-hmm. She was on the lower end of the scale. She donated $22 million to that wow. university. And they were like, how did she do that? Well, she had worked there for over 30 years and had saved and invested her money. So take a moment. Take stock of where you are, where you want to go. There, there are some mortgage products out there that can surely get you quicker to the life that you want. That's right. It's like... Uh, don't work for your money. Make your money work for you. I love it, Tom. That's great. Well, we have loved hanging out with you guys on Real Estate Mortgage Shop today. Connect with us on Monday and throughout the week at jogarner.com. And there's a lot of stuff on there. You can uh, connect with us. I'm Joe Garner, Mortgage Loan Officer. Call me, 901-482-0354, jogarner.com. And Tom, your phone number real quick. 901-487-6989. Have a great weekend, and we'll, we'll talk to you next Saturday.